Um, yeah. Well, welcome to Trek to the Holodeck, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Woo! It's been a couple weeks since our last real episode, right? Or, or like full, like normal, regular. Not real episode. It's not like the uh, Enter the Holodeck stuff was fake. Just normal episode. It was real stuff. Yeah. It's not a special episode. It's a special episode, but it's not like a special episode. It's always a special episode always if you're special. on Trek to the Holodeck. Right, because you're listening. And when you're, you're listening, listening, it's a special episode. You That's bet. Right. We got a real special one for you today. We do. Uh, but if, you, if you've never listened to this podcast before, though, uh, I'm Jan. I'm Dylan. I'm Darius. And we are not like the other Star Trek podcasts because we focus Nothing entirely like on the most loved, beloved aspect of Star Trek <laughs> ever, it. which is the holodeck. holodeck. And if you don't know what the holodeck is, how would you describe it, Dylan? Uh, the holodeck is like a room that you walk into and then you yell out into the void, computer, uh, bring me to the NASCAR 500. And then boom, like <laughs> you're in, you're there, you're at the NASCAR 500. Whatever the NASCAR so the 500 NASCAR 500 is. is. The computer would just Sorry. like have to figure it out. It'd be like, <laughs> I, get, I think he meant Indy 500, but he said NASCAR, so I do have to give he him NASCAR. He said the sport and then he gave me half of an <laughs> event's name. <laughs> So basically, it's a room you can run into and yell random bullshit into, and a computer will have to figure out what what that meant, and then put something in front of you that surrounds you. Uh, yeah, it's basically like uh, um, video games, but like what we've always wanted video games to be. Yeah. And why why are we watching these holodeck episodes? When when we decided to start a podcast about the hol not the holodeck, but about Star Trek, we're like, man, there's so many Star Trek podcasts out there. But we all love the holodeck. Like, there's got to be one that deals with the holodeck. And we did our exhaustive Google search and did not find anything. So we're like, cool, let's do that. But we got to make sure that we're not just like talking about holodeck episodes. Like, oh, that was a cool episode. I liked that episode. What do you think about that episode? So I we like gave ourselves these parameters where we're uh -huh. like, why don't we rate all the holodeck episodes? Why don't we like rank them on a scale of like one to five on like five different categories? And we came up with the categories of drama, nope, dialogue, romance, <laughs> action, suspense, <laughs> camp, and stakes. And we're like, oh, what does that spell? That spells Drasks. Drasks. Why don't we just call it Drasks? That's what we did. And this week we will be judging Star Trek Voyagers season six, episode 17, Spirit Folk, Woo! which is a spiritual successor to Fairhaven right. Yo. Which, which we already did we, we did Fairhaven exactly six, weeks, six weeks ago six weeks ago don't check the don't math don't go count it don't, don't. Go, don't go count the episodes don't go check the math mm -hmm. it's, we uh, nailed it we nailed it exactly six weeks mm -hmm. just like Tom said in the first Fairhaven episode it would take to repair the program yep and they've now repaired it so we're, we're making our way back uh, so yeah uh, grab your your Guinness, uh, what is grab a Guinness, Guinness, grab a Guinness, extra stout, draft. extra stout, Guinness, extra stout. Yeah, uh, uh, um, uh, take make sure that you have your uh, old school Irish garb on mm -hmm. with the flat caps and the, the, whole deal. the knickers and the whole deal. And, Kick the and find find a, 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 a four leaf clover, right? So you're gonna, you're so, gonna need some luck. So you've got your Guinness, your your <laughs> traditional Irish garb, your four leaf clover. Kick oh, and make sure you grab your make sure you grab your your foam finger that says "Kiss me, I'm Irish." Yeah, on it. make sure yep. you get your foam finger that says "Kiss me, Irish." <laughs> Kick the door into your local pub and 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 yell at your bartender. Uh, Come with us <laughs> on <laughs> our trip to, to the holiday. Believe these simulations to be this real? Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. I enter. <laughs> I gotta say, I think that's the best one we've ever done. I, I agree. Think. It's the best one we've done. <laughs> I like putting people in situations now. Now that we're uh, we've we've exhausted the sit down with your popcorn. 
I think we should push it further to yeah, get all your stuff, kick in the door to a certain room, and just yell. <laughs> oh, oh God. God. Well, 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 wow, well, 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 well. <laughs> um. Guys, we did, uh, like we said, uh, Voyager Season 6, Episode 17. Yes. Uh, Spirit Folk. Yes. It was written by Brian Fuller, directed by David Livingston. Dave. It's a a different, it's a completely different team from Fairhaven. That's true. Right. Uh, Might I say, this one might be a little bit better than Fairhaven. Even though Fairhaven's great. Delete the wife's great. Yeah. This one I think might be a little better. Uh, The music... Uh, coming in at uh, 52 pounds uh, at a nice thin weight coming into the arena uh, with his entourage uh, the one the only Jay Hey guys, I was thinking about this the other day because uh, me and Dylan were talking about uh, sports cards. We should make sports cards for all of the composers. <gasps> Absolutely. Hall- oh my God. Star Trek. <laughs> Yo, that sounds awesome. That, that sounds so good. cool. And uh, and labeled them Trek to the Holodeck uh, merch. Cards. Yeah. Oh, I love that. We should do that with for guest stars too. There's <gasps> there's actually fun. a really good other podcast. I'll, I'll just say it. It's called Trek Untold, and they exclusively they they bring in guest actors and <gasps> they talk to them. That's it's, awesome. That's great. Yeah. That is so, so great. So yeah, check out Trek Untold. Um, but we're gonna do our episode first. <laughs> yeah. Unsolicited ad for Trek. I know exactly. There's, we're not related. We don't know who they are. <laughs> we don't know who they are. Yeah. Someday uh, though. This is just the kind oh, of people that you, we are here at Trek to the Holodeck. Right, and that actually uh, is a good segue before we jump into these rest of the episode sure. to announce uh, a little something uh, special. Oh yeah. Uh, uh on four twenty, uh, and we didn't choose four twenty. Neither did uh, the people who we're about to talk about. We, uh, <laughs> that just happens to be the date that this is going to happen. We are going to be joining a, uh, a podcast, a brand new podcast network that's just getting its feet off the ground called Indiesaurus. Yeah. It's very cool. We, we had a, a meeting recently and there's like every single podcast. I thought we were going to have a pretty narrow focus, but actually every <laughs> single one of them has a much narrow focus than us. Yeah. There's yep. like a very long running podcast called Twi Hard, for example, that is focused entirely on the Twilight movies. And they really break it down. It's extremely funny. I don't know funny. how. I haven't listened to it yet, but I want to. I just don't oh, know. How do great. you break down... When they said that, I was like, how do you do just a whole a continuously running podcast on that? It's a, I think they call it a, a limited series, limited run series because they're doing all the, from what I remember them saying, they're doing all of the, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm, I'm in the process of trying to listen to it. Um, they are doing all the Twilight movies, but they're breaking them in half. So it's like two episodes per Twilight movie. Mm. Okay, and they're pretty long too. Anyways, so there's all. I mean, there, we'll do, we'll be spotlighting more podcasts uh, yeah. on the network as we go through. But really excited. If you about watched it. our, uh, if you listened to the last two episodes that we did, Enter the Holodeck, Evan Brandonicio, uh, who mm-hmm. ran it for us, he is one of the founders of the uh, network, and he asked us to come on and and be a part of it. So. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm psyched to be a part of all these fun pods and just it's just an honor. It's just an honor an to honor. be invited. Uh, uh, so back yeah. to the episode. Yes, uh, right. That we're doing. I think it's we should do a quick recap. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Dylan, I think it's your turn to do a recap. Okay, I'm gonna for, try to do it in Irish for, accent. You're going to do it in an Irish accent. Okay. Uh, oh. Darius, do you mind uh, pulling Irish. up a timer? Oh, would you mind? Because i got to oh, hold this mic. Mind? This one's going to be hard. I don't, it's going to... 
sweet lord. Okay. What if we did our whole episode in Irish? In an Irish accent? accent? It'd be offensive. I think it'd, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be offensive to the Irish. I mean, we're what? already an explicit podcast, but yes. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Okay. I've got, I've got the uh, timer up and running. So uh, whenever you're ready. Okay, so right right out the gate, there's a... Um, oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so basically what's going on is there's the... <laughs> So you got Fairhaven, right? And and uh, they they see Tom turn this lady into a cow, and now they think that the, all the the people coming into their town are, are magical. <laughs> oh, Dylan, would you like would you like to give that a second try? Uh, <laughs> some added time there. Do you want like a ten seconds? Sure. I will give you fifteen right. seconds to try to finish it up. Okay, so uh, all the fair haveners think that the that they're magical because he turned him into a cow, and uh, basically they start. I can't put it into words. I give up. I'm sorry. They mop. They like Beauty and the Beast mob them. Yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah, they Beauty and the Beast mob all the people from Voyager uh, because they think they're magical. Yeah, it's like a it's like a witch trial almost. Yeah, yeah. and nobody bangs. I, I there is no banging. There's no banging. I'm sorry, my brain went bl- the the accent was really hard to. Hey, I get my, that, man. My brain went completely blank. It's um, okay. So, so what? The, I would say like like ninety percent of this episode takes place in the holodeck. Would you guys recommend watching it just for the holodeck content? Absolutely. Oh, big yes. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, it's good mm-hmm. stuff. It's a, uh, yeah, great, uh, like, I think it, because we spend more time in Fairhaven with these characters, it's better than the original Way better. Fairhaven episode. Mm-hmm. Because, I think so and too. This is a great example of everything happening off of the holodeck. Is, there's nothing going on on the ship. Like, literally, <laughs> like, yeah. this is an episode where they're flying through space and nothing is yeah, going like Voyager's on. just cruising, yeah. <laughs> and the biggest problem is the holodeck. Yeah, I love when you see Chicote like once, and it's like halfway through the episode, and Janeway's like, "It's all fucked," and Chicote's like, "You dumbass is still doing that stupid fucking program." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, he's still like trying to fix his freaking replicator. Oh yeah, <laughs> right, I've been too busy. I've been working my replicator. <laughs> We don't have an O'Brien for the yeah. Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> Bellana's always fixing the hollow emitters in Fairhaven. No, right. Food's all <laughs> fucked. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, I like I like also that they have a very serious meeting about things like they've captured Tom and Harry. Yeah, dude. We have to have an actual meeting about this. Do we okay. kill everybody in this? Do we delete the program? <laughs> I know we're going to get into this whole thing, but like... The, the holodeck can't protect itself. It let hollow <laughs> characters shoot. It's I know <laughs> the safeties were on at that point. They were literally on, but the holodeck was like just for funsies. If, if they shoot <laughs> at the panel, I'll turn off the I'll turn off the safeties. Good for them. <laughs> Good for they them. figured it out. <laughs> it's yeah, smart house going against their owners. Like you know, well, I mean, fuck this, yeah. This actually brings up I think part of uh, my pitches, which we can do a new segment later on in the episode, is how would I make this episode better? Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've done that in a way many times. So yeah, I like that making oh, an official yeah. segment. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's do some guest star shout outs and then we can get into yeah. uh, our favorite moments. Uh, I love, before we get into these shouts, I love how they're all the most Irish sounding guest stars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good, good luck. I'll go with these. the first one. Yeah. Uh, Fintan McCown as Michael Sullivan, who previously played Michael Sullivan in Fairhaven with the love interest for Captain Janeway. Fintan McCown. I Michael don't know. Sullivan. Yeah. He's great. Uh, Richard uh, Riel. Riel. Richard Riel as Seamus. Reprising. Uh, Ian yeah. Abercrombie. Abercrombie. Of Abercrombie and Fitch? Yeah, as Milo. <laughs> he should have played Fitzgerald. No, <laughs> Fitzgerald. Um, Abercrombie and Fitzgerald. 
Uh, Ian Patrick Williams as Fitzgerald. Mm. Henrietta Ivanens as Maggie O'Halloran. I think that name should be illegal. O'Halloran. <laughs> I think that Maggie name should be O'Halloran. So many Halloran. vowels. Um, Maggie O'Halloran. And uh, Duffy McKintry as Grace Declan. Declan. Yeah. Declan. And, Declan. And finally, I, I had it listed lower. Barbara Dowling, who played Edith Mulcahy. God, it's so hard to read. <laughs> okay. Edith Mulcahy. Uh, and she, fun fact, she, she was previously married to Colm Meany, who played Miles O'Brien on Deep Space Nine. Ooh. That's a lot of guest stars. That's a lot of guest stars. Uh, that's a lot of guest stars. What, what, was, what was our bit last time we did it with Seamus? Uh, Warrior Seamus. Warrior Seamus. Warrior. <laughs> well, we really, start to, we really start to see Warrior Seamus in this episode. Well, yeah, so we here's do. my theory, guys. My theory is this episode, this is what happens when you don't do the Warrior Seamus quest line and you give him money instead of setting him straight. And so if you right. don't turn him into yeah, yeah. a party member, mm-hmm. he becomes this crazy <laughs> the guy. The enemy. Yeah. Like the the big enemy, <laughs> the big the big bad. Uh, has it has a video game ever done that? Taken like, because that would be like a fun little thing. Like if you don't, there's divergent storylines in video games now. But like, what if the final boss, like, really <laughs> depended on this little like, little tiny first thing you did? So like, in like, let's just use uh um what's it called uh. uh Skyrim as an example uh-huh. like in Skyrim you just get away from the the dragon and you just get freed and like the first person you meet is like a beggar on the street and they ask you for money <laughs> and if you don't give them like a copper then they become the big bad guy that you have to beat at the end yeah <laughs> I love that incredible it's an origin motive. story for your enemies I think they're yeah I'm sure a game has tried to do that it's tough right? game design is so hard to like make yeah. a completely distinct ending mm-hmm I mean, right. like people criticize Mass Effect, for example, for it's like, yo, you, you promised that over three games you would have like really unique endings for everybody and it was just a different color. But like, imagine trying to string along the number of decisions. Oh my are, God. I mean, it's I, so complicated. Me and uh, uh, Kevin Bartelt, who's on the podcast recently. Chef Kev. And, Chef, Chef Kev. Kev. And Chef Kevin and, uh, and a few other people. Um, had a sketch group and we wanted to create a sketch show that was choose your own adventure. And the amount of branches that you start to get after a certain amount of time becomes so unmanageable that like, instead of creating like a a tree branch, we had to create like a diamond. So like you had the illusion of choice, but in the end, like it always just ended. And I feel like that's what game design does. They're like, yeah, yeah, they're like, we, we can't have all of these branches out there. We have to start pushing people back towards the, (laughs) like in mass effect. And it's been long enough. I know there's re-releasing it soon, but like in the first game, you can decide whether or not to kill this alien queen thing. Yeah. And if you don't kill it, the implication was like, it was a pretty big decision to kill it or not to kill it. Yeah. But then in the third game, whether you kill it or don't kill it, you still have to fight a version <laughs> of it. Like if you, yeah. if you didn't kill it, the, and if you did kill it, they just cloned it and you have to fight right. it. So it's like, what? I feel like they should just pat you on the back and be like, nope, you already killed it. There's not a problem here. There's not a problem. There's just, yeah. (laughs) There's a new thing. There's a new thing. But (laughs) like, I I feel like some games have have started to do it, but like, I've always thought it would be really funny that if you, there's like one or two choices that if you choose, the game's over. Like, you did it. Yeah. Like, congratulations. You beat the game (laughs) in in 10 minutes. Now start over and don't choose that choice. Yeah. Because, like, (laughs) I mean, I guess that's kind of like what Rogue likes try to do but i guess it, it proves yeah. that like that kind of game design doesn't work on a triple a love because of the budget the budget doesn't right. like i just think that's <laughs> the best i think i would do that just to piss off like 25 percent of the real asshole gamers that are like right. this is bullshit <laughs> the game was only an hour what the fuck you crushed it. good job uh actually it was like 60 hours for me i don't know what you're talking, what you're about. talking about yeah well you, you ch- i made the obvious choice the and- <laughs> 
<laughs> the obvious like good choice for the game like to make it harder for me and it was done in an hour Ended it's like game. well yeah but i'm bad at video games and so i got a full experience so, yeah, yeah, I got you, a full you experience. tailor the video game to people who are bad at it basically <laughs> that's really great which is kind of what fairhaven is it's tailored to people who are bad at video games you can just tom tom didn't even try to change that tire himself he just I, told the computer to fix it. <laughs> I love that opening scene with him driving. Oh, I love it too. And he's like, whoa, so whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Right when that popped up, I was like, we're in for a goddamn treat this, this week. This one's a joy, yeah. <laughs> the goggles. And you know somebody, when this aired, right when that popped up, they're like, all right, I'm Fucking not watching this. Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> Holidays, goddamn I want one. space shit. Yeah. <laughs> I want the space stuff. This really all is right. the ultimate, like, bullshit holodeck episode that people really like i don't care it's i just don't care (laughs) yeah if you if you really don't like anything about the holodeck there's nothing here for you it's i think darius you said earlier it's kind of like a twilight zone episode dylan said that oh dylan sorry yeah this i would be so fascinated to watch this from just the Fairhaven perspective. Yeah. Because it feels like that Twilight Zone episode where, like, there's that weird town and then they find out that they're all dolls in, like, a dollhouse or whatever. And that's kind of what this is, but, like, reverse. The reverse. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I feel like... Uh, and they, this episode, I felt the same way watching this because it, it almost does it a lot. Yeah. Where it's, yeah. like, from the perspective of just the villagers. Mm-hmm. But it, it feels such a need, you know, it opens with Tom and everything. But I would have loved to really just see this. We don't see the perspective of, uh, we, we don't ever, you know, as an audience join the perspective. of Because yeah. there's a whole scene where everybody on the, ho- all these characters on the holodeck are like, so what the fuck is going on? I mean, like Tom was doing this and they're like, should we right. kill him? Should we not? I mean, I don't know. And like Let's Katie, she's weird, right? And, <laughs> and then yeah, like, yeah. At the, I was like, this is two minutes going. And I, at first I was like, does this fit the Rick Berman rule? You remember? No, I thought the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, so the only thing in my head on that whole thing was like, maybe, um, somebody back there. Yeah. Maybe, uh, uh, Janeway (laughs) was like in the doorway the whole time or like, didn't like the walked in, heard them talking and was standing there the whole time though it. And then I saw, and then they kind of bring up that they've been running the holodeck. Yeah. Uh, nonstop 24 hours. Yeah a day for like a week and I'm like oh so I guess it technically does fit the, fit the Berman rule because it's it, it's been on it's so been they've running. had time to just kind what, of mingle what's mingle the Berman rule so this, this was something that we discovered when we reviewed yeah. Emergence and that's the episode where there was the train that was coming towards Data and Orient Picard Express. yeah the Orient Express and the Berman rule apparently they broke it in that episode is when you see something as a viewer that the characters wouldn't see because he wanted the, the, the wheels yeah. breaking and like sparking and stuff. And Berman was like, well, the characters wouldn't see that. So there's no point in us cutting to it and showing oh, it because I the see. characters are seeing it from one perspective. <laughs> so the idea being like, if our characters don't see it, then it doesn't happen. It doesn't show to us. But yeah, I agree. Darius. Yeah. Like That's what I thought too. I was like, okay, I guess cause it's running constantly, but there's still not a character seeing it. It's but, like if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound mm-hmm. kind of a thing, right? But frankly, I just think the Berman rule is arbitrary and bullshit and dumb. It's kind of dumb, yeah. It doesn't... Yeah. I, don't, I, I, I would say this would be weird to see if the holodeck had just been booted up, right? But yeah. since it's been running for a whole week, like yeah. I'm cool with, with seeing everything that's going on when they're not there. I, I wonder if you could do... Cause I, I've pitched a holodeck TV show before. I wonder if you could do like a holodeck show where each episode is like a uh, an individual like uh, episodic episode, like an anthology series. But the goal of the audience is basically to guess who is actually in Starfleet and not one of the characters. <laughs> so you have like a whole episode, and at the end, some one of the characters says like end program. Peter and you're like, program. I knew it was him. Like he That's was like being guy. weird and like <laughs> But so that often cool. there are members of the crew who who like walk into the holodeck and they're wearing a uniform. Right. And I feel like that's like when you like you you invite everybody over to like a pickup basketball game and the guy just shows up in like his work clothes. <laughs> it's like, buddy, like <laughs> what can I play here? Like you need to ch- <laughs> do you know? <laughs> that's Chicote and that's uh yeah, Tupac. that's uh uh, Tuvok, Tukote and Tuvok are the guys that show up to a bas- pick this. a basketball game in a suit. It's like, guys, like, 
I know you came right from work, but like you gotta come on, you, bring a change of clothes. Oh, we're just gonna play for a few minutes. I mean, we're just gonna we're just dipping in and coming in, and saying hi and dipping. I was like, oh man, what's even I, the when point? You were, <laughs> when you were saying that, Dylan, I was like, oh, what if you had like a holodeck movie that it's it's like Toy Story where they they know that there are holodeck characters, but yeah. every time somebody comes in, they're like, all right, everybody back to places. Back back places. <laughs> they kind of do that. They kind of do that in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sullivan's like, oh shit. Okay. No, I'll just pretend that I'm dumb. Uh, right. Oh, holodeck Smart toy guy. story sounds awesome. <laughs> I think what I would have loved to see, since we're kind of talking about this stuff anyways, is they take it another level higher. Wait, is okay, is this how 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 would I fix this episode? Sorry, is how would you fix this episode since you fixed no, it? No, first. you go first. Okay. I'm just I wanna yeah. I wanna introduce our how would I fix this episode. Okay, introduce <laughs> it. This is how would I fix this episode. Okay. To be clear, I don't think it needs to be fixed necessarily, but this is how I would take it up to another level. Different. Uh, yeah. And I would I would make it so they take these guys hostage, but like more of a in the Moriarty way, like we're going to start, we need control of the ship. We need, we need these things. Like we, we need, yeah. we're, and it's like a more dire situation and they have to, like Janeway has to right. decide like, do I have to send in the Marines? Like is Tupac right. going to have to put a crew? Are we going to have to start actually go to war with these holodeck? Do I get to bring out, she has so her rifle wild. in hand. Like, yeah. Do I have to? Like, it's like, um, so what should we do? And like, you know, camera cut to Tupac. Well, we could break, we could send in a team, cut back to Janeway. She's already in her tank top yeah, with the phaser like, rifle. She's like, I'm sorry, what? She's, yeah. did you, so where did you get that? I've got them under the table. She has. I tape them under the table. Just like warp. I learned that from warp. Yeah. That would be so wild if there was just a whole, ho- like the hollow wars, where's one holodeck program basically just took over control of their own holodeck and are like making demands as like hollow terrorists, basically. <laughs> Can we just turn off the hollow emitters? It's our program. It's our program. It's our We're program. taking it back. So my, my pitch is kind of similar, but... Um, my pitch is to tie the the spirit folk and this magic to the actual holodeck. So, like, basically, say like I, this is kind of retconning, but let's say that either Paris found or was given or like found this uh, this holodeck program and like added onto it. And they keep talking about that town that disappeared and make that town that disappeared like an actual holodeck program where this kind of happened Ooh. in the past. And the person with the book of like spirit folk stuff yeah. is actually like computer commands and like oh. how to like control the holodeck and stuff like that. So all of their spirit stuff that they're trying to do actually takes control of the holodeck. Yeah. So it like ties the magic in with the with the technology. Cool. Like that would make the episode, I fe- I think, feel like way more like yeah oh like how do we don't have control of the holodeck like if their like string that they tied around them actually like stopped them from being able to like shape shift and stuff like that so like making it more real they they treat it yeah i I love that like they're tomes and they're like these are the old spells like you can't say those words like it's witchcraft it's like but look computer 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 Arch. Yeah, I love that. that. Yeah, so funny. They've been like studying this. Yeah, oh, I love that. I love that very much. I think that's a great idea. My pitch to Uh, make this one better is uh, more cows. (laughs) Lots more cows. Should we talk about the the body horror? As we know, Brian Fuller also was the showrunner for Hannibal, and that's a really messed up show. I don't know if you guys yeah. watch it. It's it's worth mm-hmm. a watch for sure. It's on Netflix. But there's there's a sort of part of me that I think there's a body horror element to Maggie being turned into a cow because it seems to react <laughs> to what other people are saying. It's like, is her consciousness still in, cow? in is there? Is she still in there? But and then she's like, I remember being like having a bell around my neck and being like brought into yeah. church. And we're like, <laughs> like, oh, oh God, what okay. the fuck? <laughs> like it turns out Tom like has to really face some cotton. Like I, I have been doing a lot of really messed up stuff in Fairy. <laughs> like a lot of messed up stuff. Do they all know? Also, I also think they they missed an opportunity for the doctor to speak up for the hollow people. Yeah. When they're talking oh, about yeah. like shutting down the program and like it being like real people. And he's just standing there 
completely silent and Janeway is the one that has to speak up and be like, yeah, but our feelings for them are real. The doctor right? should have been like, yeah, but I'm real. Like they're real too. <laughs> well, I think yeah. the reason he didn't say anything because that stuck out to me too is because it's Seven who said it. She's like, they're not people. They're holograms. Right. And doctor's like, mm, I still have a big crush on her. So right. I'm just going to internalize this. <laughs> But Seven well, is that, just such a Borg about it. She's like, we could just tr- we can just delete it and we could just keep flying through space. No, I no can't we love we're these people. This meeting. Like, well, I, <laughs> that also brings up the question of like, they're sentient now, right? Yeah. So now yep. they're all actual people. Like, what they've done now is yeah. like made them and living entities and not just holodeck programs anymore. Yep. Yeah. Which is How a big often does moral this happen question. Always. <laughs> How often? Every single time. It's like, um, hey, Captain, I have to, I have to submit a report. I'm just a little embarrassing, but uh, I was doing uh, a really basic uh, Applebee's program. I just wanted to taste the food from back home. <laughs> Applebee's. So now all the waiters all are the, sentient people. All the waiters are real. <laughs> They know. They all know. I got really wasted on seven dollar cocktails. <laughs> uh, we have to we have to turn holiday two into quarters so they can actually like live their lives. Yeah. yeah, I love. We the, can't the, keep doing this, guys. We have one active holiday left. <laughs> it's a galaxy class starship. We've got sixteen holodecks in here. Fifteen of them. Fifteen of them are sentient. <laughs> Well, it's like it's a nice Applebee's. It's, it's a good. family they're restaurant. Cool. It's a <laughs> I like to think they when they when Voyager finally gets back, they're like, "All right, what did you find?" Well, first of all, we've got like fifteen sentient hologram pro- holodeck programs that need to get transferred. We just need immediately to transfer them off, the t- off the ship. Are all sharing the doctor's mobile emitter? I yeah. I also distinctly remember uh, Picard putting Moriarty in like a little box. Is there any way we could we get like that? a little box that we could put him in or something? It's like there's a bit. There's been a big run on boxes big because this happens boxes. a lot. <laughs> I want. I want the, the whole, movie. Like, if Same. they're going to make a movie now, I want the movie of uh, Barclay getting the doctor's mobile emitter and trying to reverse engineer it so that like hollow people can all have like their own bodies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. yeah. He's just trying to free them. I do. Right. I, might, I do want to see the photonic revolution come to the Federation space. We know it was happening in the Delta Quadrant with that one species. That one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. That episode's wild. They're like. Do you think photonic photonics in here? (laughs) Do you think that uh, revolution would merge with the android revolution in Picard? Revolution in in Picard because, like, a photonic being put into a a robot's body, like the soul being mixed with the the physical. Imagine evil Picardo. Star Trek Picardo. Star Trek Picardo. Sinners! Sinners! That's his, yo, yeah, in Picard season two, that's his introduction is like, the photonic oh, beings have have uh, had a like an alliance with the, uh, the animatronic, the androids, and it's just this sweeping shot up on Picardo, who's just standing up on a rock, and it's just like, Sinners! And like, there's like thousands of holograms that are like, yeah. I love, I love Picardo in these episodes as the, you know, the fear mongering priest. And he's awesome. Should, yeah. Should we make? And I, I kind of hesitate to say this because we're already almost a quarter, or basically a quarter of the way through the year, almost a third of the way through the year. But should we make this year's goal to get Robert Picardo to come on the podcast? I would we love cry. This. I would yeah. cry if Robert Picardo. <laughs> I'm a message him on Instagram right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something he would do, right? I feel this like is, it. This is the holodeck program, and he is the hollow character. The hollow character. So. <laughs> he is the holodeck. Yeah. We've already done Man. so many Picardo bangers. I hope. I mean, there's the one where he kind of frees the ship, right? Uh, yeah. That mm-hmm. one's yeah. really good. That, that would be yeah. a great one to have him on for. Right. We could ask him what his favorite episode to film was. That could be. I have fun. a feeling it's probably Heroes and Demons, but I, w- I would be happy but to revisit it if the could revisit it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Schweitzer. 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 Uh, since we're like riffing in all sorts of directions here, <laughs> I'm not because ninety percent of this episode takes place on the holodeck. Right. Right. Um, right. I do like the callback 
to when they hypnotize him and his program is corrupted because he's in the holiday. Right. And he's right. like, what's your name? And he's like, I haven't decided on it yet. I don't know. I really wanted him to yell Schweitzer. Schweitzer! <laughs> <laughs> I also, when uh, Janeway ends the program at a certain point, when 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 uh, Michael Sullivan's like, "Who are you, Katie?" and and she's like, "I'm gonna tell you," and then she ends the program. I I had this thought of like, aren't there multiple? Isn't it open door policies where there's multiple people in this program at once? So she's just like yes. end program. There's like four and people behind her, or like, there. dude, what the <laughs> one fuck? Guy one guy is like, one guy's butt naked. I was just saying, just like, like, um, <laughs> Captain. I can explain. I was trying on a new tuxedo. I was taking a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain. This is what yeah, I, I just do here. imagine the camera. And they're all like, like kind of like right next to each other because the yeah. holodecks are kind of small, yeah. but they were like really spread out across the whole. <laughs> <laughs> well, weren't they using multiple holodecks at one point? Was that a thing? They in connected. One was the beach. Yeah, they, he asked if he could have yeah. one be the beach. So I'm just yeah, imagining right. when she says that the camera kind of pans over and there's a dude just like head in the corner. <laughs> just like standing in the corner. Like, okay, cool. Fuck me, right? Shit, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he was talking to like a therapist. And then he, he turns like, around and sees it's Janeway. He's like, actually, you know what? You're fine. I'm You're sorry. Fine. I'm sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't no have said problem. that. Yeah. Sure was a good reason. Just Tom Paris has been coming in and doing that a lot lately. <laughs> He knows when I'm, he can sense when I'm near the corner of the room and he's been turning off the program. So I end right up in the corner. Man, do you guys yeah. want to go yeah. to the archives real quick and maybe I think we'll so. pop back out? Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager, Holodeck. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Uh, hey, excuse me. Uh, Lopec. Lo, lo, lo Lopec. Mm. Uh, it's Lopecahan. Remember? <laughs> okay, Lopecahan. Yeah, Lopeca Can you stop cleaning those glasses at the bar and just just come over here real quick? Okay. Um, well, it is my my job. I work here. <sighs> okay. At well, then Sullivan's. I'll have a beer. Would you get us a couple beers and come out on the patio Actually, with us? Can you just yeah? Can you take a break and? Come out oh, with us. Let me ask Sullivan if I can take a break. Uh, I think it's okay. Uh, yeah, I think so. Can I take my 15-minute break? Oh, yes, dear boy. That'll be fine. Thank you. You are an excellent captain. I mean, a uh, <laughs> boss, as they call him. So are you, Lopecahan. Ah, so uh, I would very much appreciate it if you called me Lopecahan, which is my name here. I mean, it's Lopex, like short for Lopecahan, so it's kind of like a, a you know, a catch. It's like a nickname. It's a nickname. Yeah, nobody is weird about it. So what, uh, what, what can I help you with? Um, we were just uh, not informed, but we kind of just saw on the uh, the roster, the data roster on our pad, mm -hmm. that you handed in your resignation. What's that? Oh, uh, well, yes, I I handed in my resignation from the. USS Voyager, so that I can focus. Why they to put the air quotes in there? Well, let me begin by saying that I am fully accepted here in Fairhaven for who I am. Nobody questions whether or not I am a person, human, or a Vulcan. They do not see the points on my ears. They simply accept me for who I am. I mean, all accept you for yeah, who you are. We all on do. The USS Voyager. Still, Notice I didn't that I'm put air quotes on that. You say that I'm a Romulan for one. Well, you are. We're just joking with yeah. you, man. Like that's like a, it's like a bit. We We're do. razzing you. you As know? for why I put the air quotes around USS Voyager, have you really thought about things? Have you spoken to Seamus and the others? Yes. Fitzgerald and Milo. Yeah, we've... that's the other thing we wanted to talk to you about. Why were you with all of the villagers uh, basically uh, saying that Tom and Harry are spirit folk? You, well, they, you know them. It was they scary. Are. They can manipulate the environment. They can change. They turned, they turned Maggio Halloran into a cow. 
We're in the holodeck. It's man. a holodeck. Oh, but what it's is a holodeck? A holodeck? What what is a holodeck? Lopec, what is a holodeck? What do you how okay, it's, sorry, Lopec. Lopec, how long have you been in here? Well, I, I've been working full time at Sullivan's for the last seven days, ever since we got the program back up and running. What program? And the open door program. I'm saying I'm using your term. The holiday program. Well, yeah. you call it. Yes, that is. <laughs> I have been reclaimed by the people of Fairhaven and taken away from the spirit world. The spirit world. The spirit Are, world. You're, you're believing and people, this. And these people in this uh, program, as we call it, but it actually is a program, don't judge you for being a Vulcan. And and a Vulcan is a alien race, correct? Well, they don't see these ears that have been put on me by Tom and Harry as a as so, a curse. This wait, is a curse, and they'd all accept me. I'm just out of curiosity. What is because you know we saw that they wanted to kill Tom and and Harry. I'm curious. Well, what I is the whole spirit world thing? Yeah, I'm just curious. I it's kind of bullshit, but I'm curious. Okay, so when you leave Fairhaven, uh-huh. you are what teleported to a different place, right? This so-called no, USS just, Voyager. No, you don't. You're not teleported. You just walk you out walk of the holodeck. Out. Okay, so what makes it? Why should we trust you? Even. You're being quite outward with the fact that you're spirit folk. Perhaps I should tell the others. Hello. Yes. We don't need to bring everyone else involved in this. I just, you know, we walk out of a room and into the starship that this room is on. The USS How does that work exactly? I don't know. What, what do you mean? How's that? That door opens up and you walk out. Yeah, but how does this all work? If this is not real, then how is how what what makes it? What creates it? I mean, I guess we don't really know how it works. Are you joking? Spirit energy. We do. They're hollow emitters, guys. Give yeah, but what is a hollow emitter? emitter? Yeah. Thank you, Pert, for understanding. Okay, Pert, you can't be going along with this right no, now. No, I'm not. I'm not going. You I'm just be. trying to understand. I'm trying to get on Lopekahan's level here. You know, you you know how the, uh, you know how the 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 transporter works. Where no, it takes. I don't matter. Yes, you do. It takes matter. It turns it into energy. And it that's how it works. It somewhere else. Oh, energy, pure energy, like a spirit energy. Okay. Oh yeah. shit. So it takes any, matter, any turns it into energy. Advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. I, yeah, exactly. Kinda, yeah. That doesn't make it magic, though. That well, doesn't make it magic. It, it is so the holiday. If we don't understand energy, how it, it makes works. it matter, we do. It takes energy and makes it matter. But what I'm telling you is, I don't. That's you do. You've worked on the holodeck, per. I know I've worked on it, but I don't know the inner workings. I know how to press buttons and ask the computer things. Tom, I think you've been possessed. Is is the most what? likely explanation? Is you've been possessed by one of these spirits? And it's okay. How would even I wouldn't how would possession concerned. even work at that point? How does possession work, Lopek? I'm not that I'm uh, believing in this, but I'm just oh, curious yeah. about I how mean, something like that would work. If you allow impure thoughts into your mind, uh-huh. then it becomes more vulnerable to being possessed by fairies, probably. So, oh, I may have been possessed already. You then. just well, use the word probably in your argument, which means you don't really even know what's going on. Well, I mean, do any of us know what's going on, really? I, I just explained to you guys kind of what's going yeah, the on. essence yeah. of the argument here is... You have to is... have faith in the heart, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying, <sighs> Yeah, Tom. If you have do faith you, in the heart... Do you have faith... Of the heart? I have faith in my heart. We, yes. You seem to have a lot of faith in the mind. (laughs) But what can be really provable in the mind? Shit. Sometimes you just got to take a leap of faith. You're right. Okay, prove to me right now, without a shadow of a doubt, that we are not in a simulation and that we are in real life. I mean, we may be in a simulation. Take it. what, What is the difference when you go onto this spaceship from this area in Fairhaven. Maybe that is a simulation as well. Mm, and also, you know how the air smells on the ship? Take a deep breath in right now. You smell that clean air? You smell that? It's that seaside yeah. air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That feels more real than the manufactured air on the ship. Tom, I, 
I wanted to add, by the way, the other day, I heard one of the ladies, Clary O'Clarahan. Oh, Clary, we've been spending some time together. Yeah, she, she said that she said that she dreams about you. What? Whoa. No. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I dream about her. Whoa. My break's coming to a close soon. I know it's not been 15 minutes, but I do like to hit the head, you know, for a good five or tenner. But um, hey. just think about that, Tom. Hey, Lopez. If you're dreaming about a f- simulation and a simulation is dreaming about you, what does mm. it matter whether it's real or not? Shit. You got a point there. Welcome to Fairhaven. I never thought about that. Hey, Lopecahan. Yeah. Do you guys, do you think uh, you guys might have like a barback job or something? Maybe I could get oh, in on it. We've been I, looking I, for a dishwasher. Oh, real? Okay. Yeah. You could, you, like, you could definitely now? start there. Or and, should and, I like. Oh, I'll talk to Sullivan right now. Oh, that'd be cool. Cause like, hey, Lopec, where have, you, where have you been living? Oh, I, I, I've, I've been just sleeping under the, I don't have a house yet. I bought a house in Fairhaven uh, yesterday. Um, oh shit! It was pretty, pretty. It's pretty big. It's got like three rooms. If anyone wants to, you guys oh. just want to live there? Kinda. That sounds. I mean, it's better than I mean, on the ship. Am I, I right? I'm gonna though? say though, if Clary O'Clarahan and I actually like last and and we get married, I'm gonna have to kick you guys out. Well, that's, uh, no, I, that's I, fine. I, yeah, you I tend understand. to ruin everything yeah. good that comes into your life, anyways, Tom. So. <laughs> It's a self-sabotage thing that you do Yeah You keep lying about things So (laughs) Have you told her about your assimilation? Well, again, the assimilation never happened Because There we go uh, The starship was Mm -hmm. Look at that We've cured you You have cured us You've purified us Of course So uh, I just sent both of you uh, The form resignation letter that I used so you can just send that to... I got it. I just wrote unquote. on it, uh, death yeah. to I'm Voyager. Gonna, I'm not even going to resign because it doesn't even it doesn't exist. Matter. So yeah. what's the point of resigning? We don't really do exist. a whole lot also on the ship, so... Yeah. It'll work you hard here in Fairhaven. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm very excited to open a storefront for all of my clothes. All right. Well, we've already been talking about the holiday. But, yeah. Uh, we already talked about stuff we liked. Uh, any more stuff we want to talk about? Tom Paris is a dickhead, man. Totally. Total bully. Harry Kim was Although having was l- such a great moment. <laughs> I love that whole scene where he's sneaking behind Harry and then they're sneaking behind Tom. Like, oh man, I I love Fairhaven and I want more of it. Like, <laughs> the music is incredible. Uh, uh, it's so good. Jay Chataway was Emmy nominated for this episode. The one, the only, Jay Chattel. Jay Oh yeah, he deserves yeah. it. Yeah, he it's, deserves it. It's, it's the thing about level. when when he is like sneaking up on Harry Kim, <clears throat> it felt kind of neat, like. There's stuff where you're like, oh, he's joking around and it's kind of fun. But it literally, I was like, do you have nothing better to do than ruin this guy's fucking night? Like, you literally don't have anything to do and you're going to this huge length to just ruin Harry's night. That's so mean. Absolutely. And he, but to be fair, Harry shouldn't be falling in love with hollow characters. Harry, you know better. Janeway has. (laughs) What, did she just get a pass? Janeway. It's different for Janeway. Janeway can't have relationships because she's the captain. Yeah, she's everybody's boss. Harry Kim could actually have a relationship <laughs> with somebody everybody. on board the ship. It's <laughs> There's only like 600 people on the ship. How many people are on the ship? 150. There's 150, 160 <laughs> okay. people. Okay, then, I mean, I feel like at a certain point, if you've been on, you know, the ship for, what, five, six years, you're like, all right. Yeah, but I feel like Harry Kim hasn't tried to find uh, yeah. a real person. In the same He's way just... that he hasn't actually asked for the promotions. <laughs> There Here, is the an episode, yeah. He asked for it once, and then he loses. Basically. Yeah. Well, that's why that's this is a defensive measure that Harry has taken <laughs> because he doesn't want to be hurt. If he goes for mm. holiday characters who basically can barely consent, but like they're you know they're going to uh, agree 
or disagree. Mm-hmm. But I mean, either way, it's like, well, you know, fuck it. She's just a holiday character anyway. I don't even give a shit about Maggie O'Halloran. Like, oh, fuck it. You know, like, <laughs> but also like if he needs to end it or if it gets complicated, he can just end the program. You know, there's no consequences for Harry. And Tom is saying, you know what, Harry, you got to get out of these, this cycle <laughs> of just tr- banging these holiday characters and <laughs> meeting a real woman and talking to a real woman. He's trying to look. They're out sentient for his now, bro. though. But now they're yeah. sentient. So she. I will say, I think it's a little woman. sexist. I think it's a little sexist that uh, Tom turns her into a cow. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Is that a thing? Because a cow, like a woman. I, don't, I just feel cow. like that's something you like a bad. That's a derogatory a, a, a term. Bad that name. Would, derogatory uh, term yeah. you would call a woman. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. No, I get that. Yeah. The cow's very cute, though. It's a cute cow. It's very funny. More cows. I think it's very funny when cows. they bring the cow into the church. <laughs> I will say one of my favorite parts of this episode is the very end uh, where they're like basically like doing the like pan from person to person type of thing. And you got the like, you got a Seamus like doing his little dance up to, to Tom and being, and like they're all like going into Finnegan's and it just feels so warm and cozy. It's so cozy. <laughs> oh, Sullivan's. This is kind of in the holodeck. It's in the character creation lab. Um, Which we are accepting. Okay. I would love like a, a video game character creator where the character is sentient and they're like, what are you doing to me? And you're like, just going to change your hair and like, stop. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't nope, change like my them. eyeballs. Like, I what's like, going on? I like that hair. <laughs> I liked that hair. Why did you, yeah. why'd you change it? Um, I, I, it would <laughs> and, be very uh, funny like, put, if they were like, put, change, change. Put him a, give him a dick nose. Give, give him a dick, dick nose. nose. <laughs> Just give him, give him the dick nose. Michael Sullivan's like, what's going on? And and Tom's like, yeah, Harry, give him a dick nose. Give him a dick nose. <laughs> Why is my dick on my nose? Why is my dick is on my nose? Is just something I do? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I get it. I mean, that's a pretty, I feel like it. Uh, this reminds me a bit of, uh, of Heroes and Demons too, where it's a Beowulf. And I feel yeah. like treating this a little bit more like that where the villagers have to... They really are reckoning with what it means to have these gods, these spirit mm-hmm. folk living amongst them. Yeah. That's cool. But they all know that they're spacemen now. So Yeah. And it, but it's so warm. They all accept them. You're right, Darius. No, totally. It's so warm. It's so like, like you it's space great. people. You know, there's a Deep Space Nine <laughs> episode that I don't know if you guys would count. Kind of like a holoprogram on a planet. Do you guys think that uh, would count? Hollow program on a plane. As long as we're, as long as they're talking about it being hollow emitters and using hollow I'll, stuff. I'll look is it that up. the one? Is that the one that's where like they're underground, and it's like an underground city? Uh, no, not that one. This one's like above ground, but uh, they their population keeps mysteriously dwindling. So it's not the okay. So it's not the one where, uh, which I think we've already done, uh, where. Uh, Cisco finds the missing city because he sat there and like stared at the obelisk or obelisk or whatever. Oh yeah, in the that, hollow I think sweet. Why well, I don't know anymore. I'm so I don't think we have done that. <laughs> have we not? We're gonna look it up. So. We're gonna figure it out. There's that episode where Cisco is just like like he just abandons <clears throat> all duties and is sitting in hollow in the hollow suite. And he's because he's the the prophet. He's supposed to be able to like figure out where the lost city uh, of whatever is. We done that one. And so he like takes this picture of this obelisk that's supposed to like show oh, you shit. how to get to the yeah. lost city. And he's in the holodeck and he's obsessing over it. And he's just like trying to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. And everyone's like, Cisco, you have to come back to reality. <laughs> you got to work, bro. And he's like, he's I like, no, I almost got it. I almost yeah. got it. And then he actually finds this lost. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we got to do that one. Let's do that one next week. Let's do that one next week. That's a great idea. Okay, Some more cool. DS9 action. Yeah. Uh, are, there any other, are there any like little highlights and stuff you guys want to talk about? The, uh, I mean, the whole doctor preaching was fun. I think we've kind of gone over it. We've kind of covered all of it. I will, I will say that I found myself zoning out a bit some scenes where the hollow characters were talking to each other about stuff and i think it's it's because yeah it's a little plotty and i think they're like because not all of them have attachments to characters that we know it was a little hard Mm -hmm. for me to get into it or like the stakes of them they're only talking about like hey this is really weird what's happening 
if I if I had a little bit more backstory, like you know, if if Fitzgerald, the doctor, is like, I've been treating this person, uh, you know, I, I don't know, like I, just like a day in the life of these people, because like Sullivan, we have we get it, he's got the connection to Janeway, yeah, and my uh, O'Halloran, she's you know she's kind of seeing Harry, but like mm-hmm. seeing or and sh- you know just ha- fall, no, having a reason to care. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's my mom. Hi. Okay, I'm doing Hi. a podcast, so if you could, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> mom, get out! Get out of our podcast, mom. <laughs> um, then we're gonna leave that one in there. Don't cut that out. Yeah, please leave it in no, there. I'm not cutting that out at no. all. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, I was saying, if we have these follow these characters more specifically, I might care more about their problems. Otherwise, it's just me. I just know. Well, these are hollow characters. They don't matter. They don't. Nothing. They do has any stakes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And what if this is so uh, off topic, but what if they created, what if Starfleet just created a whole ship full of hollow, hollow characters? Like <gasps> basically <laughs> it's their like, it's their strike force that they're like, well, you can't, we're not going to lose people because they're all hollow emitters and we have them stored and they just constantly get backed up. Oh, so and like, <laughs> What you've created is the Hollow TV show. It's like Space Jam, but with all of our favorite holodeck characers running a starship. It's so a you hollow got crew. Schweitzer. Schweitzer the is captain. The, the, captain. the captain. Yeah, Doctor's the captain. You got Michael uh, uh, Michael Sullivan, Sullivan is the Sullivan the bar the bartender on the ship. Yeah. Oh man, this is like Clone High a little bit Barclay. too. Barclay's the only human aboard this yeah. ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like their counselor. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, <laughs> he's, he's the most unstable person. He's the chief engineer. Yeah. Oh, I really love this idea of a hollow crew. That's really fun. <laughs> hollow crew. It's yeah. like, uh, this is a really, really risky mission. Just send the hollow ship. They'll send the hollow uh, ship. Should we? Moriarty's really? <laughs> on that. He's kind of a loose cannon. I don't know if we should have put him in charge of security. <laughs> Moriarty's the uh, the um, the uh, Michelle Yeoh of the uh, yeah. of the crew. He's yeah. the George Al. Yeah, the George Al. <laughs> you send Moriarty in when we can't do. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. He'd be a good captain. Man, you guys want to rate yeah, this? Say, Let's rate it. Feels feels like it's time to rate it. Okay, spirit folk. How about that dialogue? Sinners. I liked it. Uh, I think for sinners alone, it gets a couple of points. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I'm trying to think of. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't any. I mean, it was just right. So I think it's just like for me, it's like a baseline three and then a four because of sinners. That's that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think agree. that's probably a good call. Yeah. I'll give it a four. I'll go with a four. A quadreros. Quadreros. <laughs> A uh, romance. Ooh, it's this is pretty romantic, man. I, I think so. I mean, like Harry's got—he's going on a genuine date. I actually did think that Janeway having those real heart to hearts with Sullivan is pretty romantic yeah. too, in a way. Like yeah, she, yeah, it's more honest than anything from Fairhaven, actually. Yeah, it was more of like an actual relationship conversation, of like you know, and what's he sticks going up on. for her. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of romance. And Harry was pretty romantic. Uh, and you got Tom uh, and Blana fighting, so that's pretty romantic. Always great. Usually. <laughs> uh, when when Harry's, well, she's like, "Will you hold my hand?" He's like, "Only if you'll hold mine back." It's like Harry, what? Uh, what Harry, are you that, doing? Uh, what? You in fifth grade? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, that's why Tom is like, "This has got to end." What are you it's, doing? It's kind of, if you said that to a real human, she'd be like, "What? No, never mind. You <laughs> could do anything else." I'm going to give it a four, but I could be convinced oh, to, to, to... No, I'll up. give it a four. I like it. I think the uh, romance is, is hot. It's all a romance. I'm going to go with a four, too. I think, yeah. Double quadreros. Quadreros. <laughs> I just, I just want to throw in here that uh, Bigfoot clipped uh, uh, Jan's mom. Uh, <laughs> so she, so we have a, she's a now, Twitch clip. She's now fantastic. canon. Jan's mom she's is canon. Captain yeah. <laughs> Holiday canon. Thanks for the clip. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, action. There's some. There's some good action going on. Action. Just, just that they runaway fire car. A rifle at the holiday <laughs> panel. Oh they shit! Yeah. The holiday <laughs> panel. <laughs> Twice. 
<laughs> I think they gotta... blow the shit out of the holodeck and they tie Harry and, and Tom yeah. up on a fucking chair. The Return of the Jedi Ewok them. Uh, the sneaking scene's pretty fun action wise. Like, yeah, the runaway so car. Think, is there a meme opportunity or something like that for when they shoot the panel? Like when, when oh, my definitely. computer. I can't even think yeah. of anything. Wants to yeah. do updates or something like that. Uh, when you when you see the the spinning beach ball, <laughs> right, no. right, or like when the internet takes us half a second longer to load something. <laughs> <laughs> when there's a pop up, like when your pop up blocker stops working. Oh, when they ask for how, my cookie options. <laughs> when the guy, yeah, how you how you how you used to fix technology. <laughs> <laughs> I just hit it. Uh, I'm going to give it a four. Another Quadreros. I think a four, four. too. I think it's a Quadreros. Another Quadreros, man. The action's good. Uh, Uh, Am I crazy? Okay, suspense. This is where I feel like there's not that much suspense. We kind of, even though the villagers don't know what's going on, we know everything. But are they going to blow up the holiday? How how are they going to handle what's going on I think is where the suspense comes in but it's not like high you know like I mean are they gonna kill Harry and Tom like right I, th- I don't know that get, was when they tied him up I was we, like shit uh, but we never see suspenseful. them getting to the brink we just hear about them stacking up wood we hear about them being like tied up we never see them like pointing the gun at them or like fire lit so. like if there was just a little bit more on the brink of them dying tension. then i think yeah. the suspense tension would be there i feel but, like the tension yeah. and suspense in those scenes is pretty high though because everyone's like let's ring them up by their head and and like <laughs> everyone's yelling and and michael sullivan's like wait 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 like we gotta figure this out so i don't know it felt kind of suspenseful i feel like they just didn't pull the band back you know the tension yeah it was just like we might be pulling less band. Nope, we're not going to. We're not going to at all. We're just as, we're gonna nipping this in the bud. We're That's resolving fair. this. I'm giving it a two. <clears throat> yeah, two five. I was gonna give it a three. All right. Well, are you still going to give it a three? Yes. Okay. Great. Affirmative. Fine. Camp. Sinners. Sinners is incredible. The goggles and the car, the cow, the, goggles, the, the cow whole, gag, the whole, the, the whole gag. car scene is so cat campy. Yeah, like whoa, this whole whoa, episode is look out, look out, look yeah. out. The Jade Chetaway soundtrack is the most Irish thing. It's more Irish than oh, Ireland. God. This right? is the campiest of Irish yeah. like stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the five the ending. I think it's a five for me too. I think it's a five for me. Oh, Quinteros. Quinteros. Three Quinteros and one Quinteros. Man. This might be the best episode ever. I know. And I I, I don't feel that. Like, I feel like it was really good. But yeah. I think it's a dark horse of an episode. Stakes. I mean, the um, crew might stakes lose aren't huge. its program. <laughs> they might, I mean, the stakes of Harry they might dying. Lose, yeah. That's pretty high. And they but might lose the doctor. I never feel those stakes. That's true. Because they I, take I his thing it. off and they're like, true. we can't delete it now because the doctor will be fucked if we delete it. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Although, can I just say, I feel like them saying like, we could just turn the holodeck program off. They're like, yeah, but then we'll lose the whole program. I'm like, yeah, but you're turning it off. You're not deleting, deleting it. it. Yeah. Well, because I think they said <laughs> if they turned it off, then it that would be it. It would zap it all because yeah, of that's true. they shot the panel. I think the stakes are there. I just don't think they made me feel the stakes as much. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about here. So like, I'm gonna because give the stakes two. are there, I'll give it like a three. But because I didn't get to feel those stakes, it's going to stay at a three. I'm going to go I'll with a three because they could lose the doctor and that's a big deal. It is a big deal. Okay. You guys are ready for the final What score? did you give it, Jan? I gave it a two. Okay. This is going to yeah. be number one on our list. Uh, okay. No, it's not number one. It'll be like three, four. Computer, final score. Calculating. 3.69. Ooh. 3.69. So that ties it, actually, with Bride of Chaotica. I what, think... What number is that? Number 
tied for number eight. Number eight. Okay. This is our second tie, good. isn't it? Is there a tie before this? No, there's never. We're gonna have. We're gonna. Yeah, I think there was one tie. I just don't think it was. I, I think, think high up. I think we had a perfect two once. Is what we had. Yeah. I think this is good because I think when Voyager yeah. goes all in on their genre stuff in the holodeck, they do quite a they good job. It. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, Hell this yeah. is great. Um, did we find the name of that DS9 episode, by the way, for next week? Rapture, I believe it is. Rapture. Is, yeah, it, Rapture. It's, is it like a, a two-parter or something? I feel like it's, it's a part of it. Rapture, season five, episode 10 of DS9. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to read it just a tiny bit. When Cisco sees a painting depicting Bahala, Bajor's lost city, he's inspired to search for the sacred site. The painting de- depicts a obelisk that, according to legend, marks the city's coordinates. Cisco recreates the obelisk in a hollow suite to try to determine what the hidden markings might be. A short, a short circuit in the hollow suite system briefly knocks him unconscious, and then we'll see what happens from there. Shit, yeah. And then it gets crazy. It gets crazy. Uh, it's yeah. a fun episode. Yeah, we get a little bit of crazy, crazy Cisco, which is fun. Which is always fantastic. I'm here for it, folks. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. Just go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That way, you don't have to think about when these new mm-hmm. episodes come out. Even though it's every Wednesday, it will just automatically right. pop into your feed. Yeah, right. and the, also um, go check out Indiesaurus Net on Twitter. Uh, nothing will change on your end you know, listening to the podcast, but we'll be a part of it and you can go check their stuff totally. out too. I think they're getting their, uh, all their social media up and running. So it'll definitely be around on 420 because that's when the network is launching. Ooh. But uh, keep an eye out for it. The only thing that's going to change on your end is like you're going to get some ads for some really cool other podcasts to listen to on our end. Mm-hmm. I think we're so. going to have some guests sometimes. There's going to be like crossover episodes and stuff. Right. Yeah, really yeah. excited cool about that too. We'll be on other shows as well. So it should be fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, make sure to uh, follow all of our social medias. Uh, you can find us at Trek to the Holodeck on Instagram. And on Instagram, we'll have a link tree there where you can find all of our other social medias like uh, uh, Twitter, which we're Trek to the Deck on Twitter. Uh, you can find our Discord, which is a lot of fun, uh, where we talk about Trek stuff. Uh, you can join the Discord and put in all of our different rooms. Like, I liked this Trek episode, but I didn't like this Trek episode. And we'll be like, that's yeah, it. I agree that's with you. That's the only thing you can write with you. in the Discord is which ones you like, which ones you <laughs> yeah. didn't like. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. And also that's see all. see some 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 funny gifs that, uh, that Bjorn puts, puts yeah. up there. Like of my yes, mom. Yeah. gifts for sure. <laughs> uh, the computer voice is provided by Verona Blue. So, yeah. yeah. And the intro and outro music is provided by Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. I had this thought earlier mm-hmm. when I was watching this episode, and I was like, man, if we got Robert Picardo on board for an episode, uh-huh. I don't know if we could have him tell. Viacom CBS to, go to no, fuck off. I don't think we could. <laughs> because no. he, he probably wants to keep working for Viacom CBS. <laughs> no, yeah. Keep, keep, yeah, exactly. Probably keep that relationship. So yeah. in Shit. the spirit of that. <laughs> in 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 uh in anticipation of trying to get Robert Picardo on, I'm gonna start to soften my language towards Viacom CBS. So instead of telling Viacom CBS to fuck off, I'm gonna tell them to politely just Leave, please. Leave us alone. <laughs> We're Leave a fan podcast. <laughs> this is all for funsies. We have no affiliation with them. Subscribe to Paramount Plus. There's all the Mission Impossible movies Don't on there. Don't give them free advertising, God. Jan. <laughs> <laughs> but all the, all Star Trek and all of Mission Impossible. That's all I'm saying. That's, it's that's actually pretty I'm good. Yeah. I might have to go do that right yeah. now. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And I hope you have a good week. Y'all. And program. Bye. We spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 